Sorry. There's absolutely Sorry. no need to ever be that loud. Yes, there was. I had to sneeze that loud. It's innate. I don't choose how loud my sneezes are. Fair enough. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, my teeth vibrated again. Ah! And then half. When you're ready, start the podcast. What time is it? Oh, hello! Welcome to Improv, episode 17 of Improv O'Clock, The Makeup Artists. I'm not Gareth, that's right, he's still not here. We're using this time to record the episodes of podcasts without so many bloody mistakes. I'm Harvey, and I'll be reading from a script today. The rest of, us, <coughs> uh, the, rest of the slot will be dangerous <laughs> about it again. I'm so sorry! <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you read this, Harvey. It's so much. Oh, hello! I'm, I'm getting really concerned that I'm going to have to stitch and like make the, the, the intro music a hell of a lot longer. Just yeah, keep repeating it. Just keep making this time, isn't it? Hello. Welcome to episode <laughs> 17. Hey. Oh, hello! And welcome to episode 17. Sorry, why the fuck did you wave? Oh, hello! No. Right, do it. <laughs> I work in a call centre and I still do my hand things when I'm talking oh, to somebody. Oh, mate. Oh, that is the saddest thing I've heard. I do. No, have a it's the most wholesome you have to put your hand thing. on the skin of your chest. And I always do that. I'm like, put your hand on the skin of your chest. And nobody can see me putting my hand on the skin of my chest. But what do you do? Harvey, never lose that goddamn wholesomeness. That shine. That sparkle. Right. Oh, hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Improv O'Clock with the Makeup Artists. You're listening right. I'm not Gareth. That's right. He's still not here. We're using this time to record the episodes of podcasts without so many bloody mistakes. I'm Harvey, and I'll be reading the script today. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script, and they are Jim, Josh, Lauren, and Maddie. Those with benefit ears will need to be aware that there will be lots of swearies about. Yes. Are you doing one of those story times for people to fall asleep to? Because Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that was so zen, my friend. <laughs> Maybe I that should was start so zen. One. I will never be stressed again. I'll call it Sleepy O'Clock. You could read. Have you heard of the book The Rabbit That Can't Go to Sleep, Harvey? <clears throat> no, no, I haven't. No. Like this, genuinely, Google it. It's like this a book that can send anyone to sleep. You'd be incredible <laughs> at reading it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll read it. We'll do that. Maybe that should be one of our weeks. It's on order. Just you reading that. that. Yeah. <laughs> have to get the right licenses for that. I feel. <laughs> right. So now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. This week's questions aren't questions at all, but an exercise in filling in the blanks. Open brackets. They're not supposed to correctly fill in the blanks. Hopefully, Josh won't fuck this up. Close what have I done? <laughs> you weren't meant to say open brackets <laughs> they're not supposed to correctly <laughs> fill in the blanks like that was just... Wait, no, what's just going on I know but I thought I, thought I quite name? like saying it I'm gonna, I, want I to liked say it, it so Josh never going to give you up never going to let you what down what never am gonna... supposed to do oh for fuck's sake <laughs> you literally did <laughs> <Go> one <on>. thing <laughs> 
That's why what I wanted we to do brackets because I knew he was going to fuck it up straight away. It's questions um, o'clock, but it's filling the blank. Questions o'clock, Josh. So okay, you have to fill in the blank. Correctly or not? Oh my god! I've said so I've said these brackets that I'm not supposed yeah, to read like... out. I read the brackets out for you that say you're not supposed to correctly fill in the blanks. Hopefully, Josh doesn't fuck it up. Close brackets. Oh. Well, I don't think I will now. <laughs> Now that I know you have an expectation, I won't fuck it up. Yeah. Aim low and avoid disappointment. So, Josh, never going to give you up, never going to let you down, never going to... Never going to go to Waitrose with only five pounds, because <laughs> those fuckers will fleece you. <laughs> that, that kind of fit, rhythm-wise, as well. Because like. <laughs> yeah. those fuckers will fleece you. <laughs> 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 Lauren, yo, listen up. Here's a story about a little guy. Old Bob. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maddie, here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but he was a Tory voter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shopped at Waitrose then. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is one. Oh, there is one for Jim. Uh, uh, Jim, I went past you. I'm sorry. I didn't see your name there. So, Jim, night fever. We know how to do. Sorry, what? I'm. You said <laughs> night fever. Night fever. We know how to eat, drink, and sleep, and then go back to work the next day, and then constantly for a long period of time until. So now some time for some games. The scene prompts have not been seen by these guys, so everything they say will be made up. Start off with the Didcot Evening News. Our first game today is the news. You're listening to Radio Didcot, and it's time to go over to Didcot Evening. Waiting for you there will be Jim, the lead anchor, and he'll be joined by his co-host Lauren, who takes offence to anything Jim says. On sport, we've got Maddie who is a boomer reflecting on the good old days, frustrated at oh. today's you. <laughs> and on weather, we have Josh. Josh, who is the panel and guest on an episode of Loose Women. Hello, Jim. Are you reading me? I am reading you loud and clear, not Gareth. Interrupt this message to bring you some breaking news. <laughs> Currently still on the lookout for Didcot's best knock-knock joke. The local Didcot Nobel Prize is still up for grabs. If anyone would like to enter, please get in touch and send us the greatest knock-knock joke that you have. Aaron, what's the greatest... Just because I don't have a doorbell doesn't mean you can start taking the piss. All right. <laughs> there is no need for that. What about those poor people in Didcot? can't actually buy one because they can't afford one or they can't get a deal with an ice knocker you're just ripping out of them for no goddamn reason it's just a simple joke like knock knock jeremy my ex-boyfriend's called jeremy why'd you have to bring him up okay i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that my sincerest apologies uh but didcot hey if you're out there please send us the best knock knock joke you have the nobel prize could be heading to your house very soon and I think we're going to start off by looking at the news. It's been a very slow day. 
and uh, and that's about it. So, sport. Addy, <laughs> how's it been in the sport for Didcot over the past couple of days? It's been absolutely fantastic. We've seen some very strong, strapping men doing the sport. But you know what hasn't been all right? Females in the goddamn Olympics. And I tell you what, Lauren, I tell you what, back in my day, men weren't spoken to like that. Women should be seen and not heard. So I don't know what you think you're doing talking to a man like that. I'm slipping into my northern accent because I feel like this works better with the character. Thanks, everybody, for bearing with me while I got my bearings with who I am. Yes, that's right. My name's Ian. All right, I'm in. <laughs> and back in my day, women did not do no sport. Now I'm from Hull, apparently. Back, back to you in the studio, Jim. I don't actually think we got any sport news there. So I think it's actually, we're, we're staying on you, Maddie. Because um, I know full well that uh, Didcot Rovers had a lovely game uh, against uh, the, the Hull Tigers uh, the other day. Um, do you want to tell us the score or, or not? First of all, I don't know who Maddie is because I clearly said that my name was Ian. But anyway, I'll let you off because you're a strapping young man, Jim. Oh, I it was an absolutely cracking piece of sport. Not a woman in sight. It was lovely seeing men with their strong arms. Th not in a home, not not in a way that makes me gay. Okay, I can look at men and I think that they're absolutely lovely, strong young men, but not in a way that makes me gay. And you know what? They threw the ball and I saw their lovely muscles and their lovely chest as they threw it. And you know the whole team that you said, the whole Lions, they they won two two nil two nil, and it were it were beautiful. I'm still confused as to what sport they were partaking in, but that doesn't matter because we're now moving on to the weather. Uh, Josh, apparently you're entering the Nobel Prize. Is this true? No. Only joking. Do you want to hear my knock-knock joke? I mean, if you've got one. Knock-knock. Who's there? Cows go. Cows go who? No, cows go moo. <laughs> Would you like to hear about the weather now? Yes, please. So we've had a, as you know, we've had a big old uh, case of sunny spells, a real heat wave recently. So on today's programme, we'll be asking, should the sun take a good hard look at itself and get control of itself? What do you think, Janice? Oh, you know what I think? That sun's been going on and being too hot for far too bloody long. I've got no good clothes for the summer. I'm always hot and I've had enough. Who's going to take control of the sun? I'll tell you who the problem is. It's the government's fault. They've got all the resources they need to keep the sun under control, and they won't do it. Thanks for your opinion, Janice. I'm not too sure we agree with you, but we appreciate you saying it. Moving on to the end of the week, where we'll have the rain, and an incredible story where we've heard that rain clouds have been hiding the, uh, the movements of illegal immigrants and helping them get into the country. What do you think, Colleen? I think that's disgraceful. There's too many immigrants coming into this country, and I've had enough of it. No, no, come on, Colleen, that's too much. No, I want to say my piece. Rain clouds have always been on the side of illegal immigrants, and I'm not having any more of it. Thanks, Jim. Back to you. Well, that was a lot of weather. <laughs> and that was also been a lot of sport. Do I attempt to try the news one more time, Lauren? Is there any news? News is, I guess, that you just keep insulting the people that are working with us, and, and, and I just don't think there's any need for it, actually. It's insulting. And, um, well, to, to be frank with you, Jim, you're just, you're just really quite insulting and pissing me off. Um, you're hurting everybody's feelings. People on weather, 
trying to help you out there, give you the weather for the week so you can get yourself sorted. We won't talk about sport, them getting annoyed at me, but, you know, they tried their best. Just You're just a rude person, to be quite honest with you. And see. <laughs> <laughs> that came from the heart. <laughs> I was going to say, Lauren, that was very convincing. <laughs> it felt true. And there was an ominous silence while you said it. What the listeners didn't see was that whilst Lauren was reeling off that speech, Jim was looking out the window in such a <laughs> solemn, lonesome way. <laughs> I, I really I love that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was just watching a magpie. <laughs> was it one? Because that is one for sorrow. <laughs> I really love that the Hall Tigers, the famous rugby team, were throwing the ball around to each other. And then won by a score of 2 0, which I don't think has ever happened in the I don't rugby. think that can happen in rugby. I don't think it is possible. Minimum no. score is three. <laughs> yeah, well, whose fucking bright idea was it to put Maddie on sport <laughs> as a boomer? Okay. All right. Maddie, it's okay. I'll cheer you up. I've got a fantastic knock knock joke, but you have to start it. Knock knock. Who's there? Leslie. Leslie, who? Oh, you did. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, no, 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 you, wait, what? <laughs> I can't believe you bamboozled me like that. <laughs> can't believe you fell for that. It was just the fact that you were so into it. Like, yeah, brilliant. I'd l- I love a good knock-knock joke. Can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it took you right until the punchline before you went, oh, hang on, he's done me. He's done me. <laughs> testicles. Wow. Impressive piece of audio that links two pieces together. Wow. This is an improv o'clock. This is my second podcast. How to headbutt pigeons. Wow. And on to the next game. The next game is called Alphabet. And this one is for me and Maddie. So they must perform a scene where the sentence each time, but the next sentence must start with the next letter of the alphabet. The game will end when we return to the first letter of the alphabet, which today is H for Harvey. In this scene, I am calling a customer helpline, and Maddie is the customer helpline assistant. Maddie, you will start with the letter H. Hello. Is it you? Janice, yes. Know this, Janice. I am not happy. <laughs> Let me just put you through to customer services. Off you get the alphabet up if you don't know it. I know it. I can't think of a word beginning with M. Oh, right. <laughs> There's fucking loads of them. Motherfucker, don't you dare put me through <laughs> to somebody else. I want to speak to you, Janice. Now, now, if you lower your tone, we'll be able to deal with this maturely and professionally. Now, how can I help you today, sir? Obscene. That is what this is. Obscene. Please, may you tell me what the nature of your problem is, sir? Problem is that I have ordered a cake from your service and it has come to me and it is a biscuit. Quite the problem, I see. Can you describe to me this biscuit in great detail? (laughs) Didn't I just do Q? You You did, mate. Sorry about that. Oh, I I dropped something and scared myself. What are we on now, then? 
No, I didn't hear him say a Q. I just heard him just just bottle straight in with another P. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I went in with a Q. Oh, okay. Um, you, you went in with the word problem. Yes, that well-known word beginning with Q. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silent I thought Q. I said five. And he gets them back to front all the time. All right. <laughs> We didn't hear the quiet, I don't think, Harvey. I think you cut out. You tell oh, okay. Harvey to remember his P's and Q's and it's too much for him and he can't handle it. <laughs> it's all right, Harvey. Do you want to say your sentence again, Maddie? Because I don't know what you said now. Yeah, yeah. Quite the problem, I see. Can you tell me more about this biscuit? Round. It was round. <laughs> I ordered it's a square all. cake and I got a round biscuit. Square cake? Sir, we don't even sell them. Total bullshit. I've seen them all over your website. Unless you went on a different website, sir, I assure you, we sell no square cakes here. We are called Round Round Biscuity Round. Round. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Verified. My purchase was verified, and it said at the bottom... Round, round, biscuity, round, round company is sending you your square, square, cakey cake. <laughs> Why would we call ourselves the round, round, biscuity, round company, sir, and then sell you a square cake? Phones. <laughs> you sell xylophones as well, and they're nothing to do with cakes or biscuits. You, sir, are getting on my last nerve. We are a bakery, not a music shop. Not a square cake shop. We only specialise in circular and spherical eatery items. Zesty. I forgot to tell you, it was Zesty Biscuit as well. And I particularly ordered a sweet cake and I got a Zesty Biscuit. Ah, now that I can help you with. Can I interest you in a sweet circular biscuit? But... But I wanted a, a square cake, but, but sweetness does sound better than zestiness. Can we meet in the middle and I send you on a sweet but circular baked good? Do it. Edward, fire up the oven! we got a big order to fill! Fantastic. Good to be doing business with you again, Harvey. And we're back at H. That was probably the longest. Wait, did we just miss our F? <laughs> For fuck's sake. No, one of you said fantastic. I'm I sure. said fantastic. Oh, yeah. Normally at the end, you, you, you say a, a sentence that starts with the, the beginning letter just so we know that we've gone full cycle. Full, full cycle? A fun circle. And you full just went, circle. well, we're back at H. <laughs> well, we were. And if people <laughs> don't know that we're back at H, then they're just as bad at the alphabet as I am. So they're probably Matthew. not going to realise in what world is one solitary biscuit a big order? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how big this biscuit was, my friend. We've all seen Shrek 2. That's true. It could be a fucking huge biscuit for all I really enjoyed that Harvey chose his character to be a really, really, really grumpy old man who hadn't got a clue what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the audience could see um, Harvey's face when he's trying to work out <laughs> what to say. <laughs> it's... it's... Pure comedy gold. Thing is, the audience don't know, but I cut out all the silences, and that lasted about five minutes. Uh, whereas <laughs> it's probably only going to take about sixty seconds in the edit. So it, yeah. it's just all because half is just like, what the fuck is the next letter of the alphabet? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs>
And even then he gets it wrong, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> You're still listening to Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists. Aren't they a lovely bunch? And on to the second game today. The second game today is called Styles, and this is a game for Lauren and they will be creating a scene and at the Not the third um... game. Yeah, this yep. is the third game, Harvey. <laughs> That's the second game. <laughs> we had Dick Evening News, and then we, we had did, Alphabet. Gareth, Gareth has written the second game. <laughs> oh, Gareth! Gareth! Gareth, who's still missing. R.I.P., just in case. On to Styles, which Gareth says is the second game, but he clearly hasn't been listed because it's the third. Now, Styles is a game for Lauren and Jim, who will be creating a scene. And at intervals, I will freeze and change the style of said scene. And these two will adapt. Okay, when you're ready in this game, you are theatre attendants picking up litter after a show. Jim, they've made an absolute mess of this. This is going to take us ages. I mean, it's not going to take us that long. But if you're insisting on picking up every piece of popcorn with chopsticks individually, then yes, it's going to take you ages. Was how I was taught by the person who taught me how to clean theatres. They said it's the best way to do it and to make sure it's nice. And, and I've told you before. Freeze! Western. I see you haven't. Oh, no, that's not a Western. Hang on. <laughs> 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 See the first Jackie style Tanner, that came. <laughs> the first style that came into my head was mine, and judging on that accent, we'd be better with mine. <laughs> yes, because mime is going to work on an audio platform. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly why I didn't say mime when I thought of a second thing. <laughs> oh, so Western. This theatre doesn't seem to be big enough for you and a Henry Hoover. Oh, you yellow belly, hoovery, no. I'm going to fight you till I don't know what the next line I want to say is. You appear to be a damsel in distress. Would you like me to save you or serve you a drink at the bar? And freeze. Shakespeare. Sooth, what that shall... (laughs) (laughs) That was a car crash, fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Art thou not used to a Henry Hoover? Sooth, I've never seen one before. Pray tell, may I have your hand? Yes, because unfortunately Shakespearean is patriarchy. I will have to speak to my father first. Alas, I will speak to your father. Freeze! Teletubbies. Let's go find Nunu so we can clear up this popcorn. Again, again. Yes, we shall have some Teletubby toast. Yay! See. What is that? Are you finishing us? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> was it that that's shit? it. <laughs> I was running out of styles. The next game is. Oh my god, I've now. I've, I've psyched myself out of it. <laughs> I'm going to have some chips and put myself on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, so, Ad, as we move towards the end of the podcast, we have just about enough time for a discussion. Uh, this lot have <laughs> this lot have proven that they will argue about anything. 
And now they are going to prove that by discussing this topic. Bad advice to give to a child on the first day of school. Oh God, where do I begin? Go in there, if a child hits you, hit them back. The amount of times I've heard that. What's wrong with that? Violence breeds violence, Jim. I think the best place to put your pencil sharpenings is on the floor under your chair. That's great advice. I don't know what you're about. Makes me so angry. Please pick your nose whilst maintaining eye contact with your teacher. It's apparently <laughs> something all my kids are told as they walk through the door. <laughs> I mean, the, do they not get told, walk up to the largest person there and fight them to establish dominance? That's what I'd do. <laughs> I'd change it a bit, though. Walk up to the big, biggest person there and shit yourself in front of them to establish dominance. <laughs> no one's going to mess with that mad fucker, are they? <laughs> what do you think of the guy over there? Oh, I won't go near him. Why? He walked up to me on the first day and shit himself. <laughs> Pick anything you're not sure, even. Pick anything you're not sure what it is. Saying the word lick? Yes, lick. Then with your tongue. Yeah, I know oh, how yes. to lick. That wasn't, particularly that wasn't necessary. <laughs> Did you just say that's not particularly bad advice? So no, you're telling me if I just see something and think, I'm not 100% sure what that is, I'll go, let's lick it then. That's what I did and I'm still here. There we go. And I like, I'd, I'd always go for the, like, your cheek's quite sensitive, so rub it on your cheek, see how soft it is. So between me and Josh, I think we can discover what anything is really. Me and Harvey are scientists. Harvey, aren't you a scientician? He's a scientician. Sorry, yeah. The doctor scientician. It's Mr. Doctor Scientician to you. <laughs> did, did, did you say whether this was uh, advice for primary school or secondary school kids on the it, first it day of school? It doesn't say so either. Either, really. I think for either, would the, the worst piece of advice at all times is just be yourself. Went deep. That felt really deep there. Because, to be fair, I was always told just be yourself. And I'm an idiot. That instantly meant everybody hated me. I was just about to say, just be yourself. Terrible advice. No one likes real people. No one well, likes people who are themselves. You anything you set your mind to. Because you can't. Exactly. Yes, you can. And that's how you end up putting a, a fork into a plug and flying across a science classroom. <laughs> that's a story for a different day. Did you do that, Jim? I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> Got some... I don't know why, but I respect you more. <laughs> as, a, as a researcher. <laughs> I feel like we should have a game for the audience members at home, and it's guess which improver did this. We give them something that we did when we were younger and they have to try and say by next episode who it was that did that stupid thing. Oh, because Jim, yeah. that could be I you. think that's an that incredible could have been Harvey. It could have, could have also been Josh. Yeah, yeah, that could have been me too. Rob. <laughs> or, or Rob, Rob. yeah. Or Rob. Yeah. That would have been a large amount of us. <laughs> I, I think that's a good idea. Though. Yeah, we've we got to do, do that it. At some point. But today, though, that's a, that, that sounds like that's a lot of prep work goes into that. Bad advice for for school. Um, Always. Oh, sorry, Jim. <laughs> no, no, by all means, jump in, please. Because <laughs> no, 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 it, was, it was loading in my brain, and I'd somehow got to the point of, make sure you've always got a water bottle. Um, Why is that oh, bad advice? No, no, the thing is, so I, I 
had I had to end up having two water bottles because the bag that I would take have like a water bottle holder on the outside of the bag. <laughs> and at the school I went to, it would get crushed and stolen. And then you, you would end up wearing most of the water. Mm. Um, so I would have a decoy water <laughs> bottle. And then I'd have my actual one on the inside of the bag that I didn't tell anyone about. Decoy, a decoy water bottle. Do you not it's have just hilarious. a water bottle in your bag and then no one needs to know? No, because <laughs> like I've already stated, I'm an idiot. In a similar vein, though, always, always hold your todge and then ask the teacher if you can go to the toilet to signal that you are desperate. It is not just yeah. to, it is not enough to say, please may I go to the toilet. You have to cross your legs. You have to visibly shake to show how desperate you are to go. To be fair, I still do that at work. <laughs> Get some very strange looks from the customers. Thinking about my school, always make sure you bring a, a can of deodorant and use it a whole thing during break time. You spray yourself mm -hmm. so much that you've, you've finished your can of deodorant because it's essential that you absolutely reek for the rest of the day and people almost choke on when they walk into that toilet it's just it still yeah. links africa because that was a powerful potent uh smell i was a big yeah. fan of links dark temptation i was I, I can't imagine why it was discontinued maybe for the fact that the advert that they had uh, was not true uh, if you smelled it if you sprayed it on yourself <laughs> women did not chase you down a beach trying to eat parts of you it's chocolate <laughs> Was when there was that guy on the bus where um, he was it's a chocolate man and then off. someone bit his bum. You knew he was a top tier guy because he was wearing Lynx chocolate. Mind you, though, one time for Christmas, I got one of my one of my teenage boyfriends some Lynx Africa and um, he he left it at my house. And that was his subtle way of telling me that he did not want the smell of Lynx Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the popular email one is now because i had and i loved it one called charlie oh i remember mm. charlie uh, tear smell that right so i think we'll leave it there i think that's enough discussing for <laughs> everybody's discussions um so we'll let these people get off and get about their business these good people that listen to us week in week out so everybody say see you next tuesday see you next see you tuesday, tuesday. <laughs> Bye. Whatever day you listen to it, Goodbye. because not everyone listens on a Tuesday, Harv. I know what you were doing, <laughs> you naughty, naughty boy. You meant the word c <laughs> Please leave Maddie, that bit in. Now, cover that up. <laughs> Please leave Josh, that bit you in. Josh, you did a swear. I say it only for scientific it's purposes. The swear. For people who can't spell in their head. This has been Improv O'Clock. And I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like or don't. I'm not your mum or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!